This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of November 4th, 2018. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Jake. This week, we're dreaming of a big game, pitting the XFL's two best teams in the best possible setting. This is episode 40, Title Town. Jake, welcome back to the show, man. This week, we're going to look at where the XFL championship should be held. I don't want to know where you think just yet, but I do want to ask you one question. Should it be worth a million dollars at least <laughs> right i i mean you know with inflation and everything it's going to be worth more than that yeah, i would say back in 2001 the xfl championship was known as the million dollar game i don't know if that's going to put any butts in <laughs> seats today it didn't really back then but uh we're going to talk xfl championship this week because the aaf announced where their championship will be so that's one thing we'll be looking at also some interesting tidbits as well the XFL, of course, no big announcements this week, Jake, regarding cities, which is what we've been waiting for. Right, and they're laying low. Like I said, I want to, I want them to drag this out a little bit. You know, we, <laughs> we, were, we were teased with mid-October. So you're going to say another successful week then? <laughs> the plan is going according <laughs> to plan. Well, for those of us who want XFL news, uh, not a good week, but... They are still out there at XFL show, and you gotta. Well, that's us at XFL twenty twenty is the official league. You gotta let them know. We want to know some info. Give us rules. Give us cities. Or or you can, or you can let them know that you don't want to know anymore. Or info if you're right like now. Jake, of course we are at XFL show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media, and of course the website. This is the XFL show Last week we asked you all the question about targeting. How would you, how should the XFL enforce the targeting rule as like the NCAA? Should it be like the NFL? How does how should they do it? And uh, my favorite Jake was on Instagram Crusader 2018 chimed in saying targeting should be enforced on a tier system similar to how the NHL deals with penalties like slashing or hooking. For example, a player who accidentally contacts the head should be fined, but if the player shows no intention to aim for the body, then an automatic fine and ejection from the game. Plus, if the player's team wins, then the player gets no bonus for that game. So you're saying maybe like a, a minor penalty versus a major penalty I love or it. something like That's that. That's exactly I what mean, we you, talked you about last week. You can do it, and then, but then just remember, the replay is going to take even longer. You know, you're know, you going to have to think, what was the intent? Uh, did, did the helmet touch? It's, it's going to be difficult. I understand what this individual was saying, but it's going to be difficult and you're again you're gonna to have to go to replay you're gonna to have to slow down the game that's something we're not looking forward can't to. have a designated replay official though who could look at this much quicker than the guy on the field or like we said the replay has a limit uh-huh. whatever it is a two minute limit and you know if you can't come to a conclusion how cool would that be happens. if a replay had a countdown clock remember they used to have in the nfl the count up clock but it meant nothing yeah this replay's yeah. been going for Got five it minutes that's it's a, like the game cares? inside the game yeah it, uh, if this was an actual replay clock that was enforced 
Maybe that'd be a fun little mini game. Maybe. Give the fans something else to bet on. And we know these leagues are all about gambling, which we'll talk about in a sec. Another great response on social media on our Facebook page, at XFL Show. Alphonse said, regarding your discussion in the last episode about names on the backs of jerseys, Luck is dead on saying that it is a gimmick that should not be included in the new incarnation of the XFL. In 2001, players were choosing absurd names and trolling each other with their nicknames, which contributed to the erosion of the XFL's credibility. Nicknames would deter more potential fans than it would draw in. You guys are in the minority on this one. Maybe we are in the minority. I, I don't think the names had anything to do with the you know the failure, the ultimate failure of the league, the first first go around. And trolling is very popular. Uh, trolling days, is too. fun these days. Uh, you know, it's it is it is gimmicky for sure. I'll admit that. Oh, it's definitely a gimmick, but it's fun. Again, gimmick does not have to be bad. No, yeah, the, the connotation and uh, Oliver Luck is giving the word gimmick is a little. It's a little too negative, if you ask me. Yeah. I understand where he's coming from, but when he says gimmicks. People likes you know like gimmicks. People usually uh, some gimmicks. Yeah, some. Gimmicks. If it's a good gimmick, people like it, and they say Carrot Top makes so much money, and he's a big gimmick. <laughs> he's got a lot of. He's got his whole box of gimmicks. He's got a there. whole box of gimmicks. You know, gimmicks aren't always the worst, but we feel you, Alphonse. We thank you for listening. Remember, everybody, subscribe to the podcast on any podcast application wherever you get your great podcasts. You could subscribe to this is the XFL show. Tell your friends, and of course. We're not playing any voicemails this week, but the XFL fan line is open for you 24-7 to chime in vocally. Be heard. We'll play on the air. 724-565-4XFL. That's 724-565-4XFL. Without further ado, Jake, we got two little pieces of info I want to talk about and debate for this week's cover two. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. Okay, first up in the cover two. We talked about it betting incessantly during a game. The Alliance of American Football is all about that. They will have, we've talked about it before, bets per play. So you could bet every play of the game, a new bet. But this quote, which Charlie Ebersol said a while back, but I just it caught me this week on social media, and we have to talk about this. Every single play, he said, you have 12 to 17 seconds paused at a minimum in which you can enter a bet on a play that has a plethora of potential outcomes. Jake, I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Will you be sitting there betting on every single play well, of we, a football game? We do know that the that the play clock apparently is going to be no less than 17 seconds <laughs> from the from this information. I I think that's going to be uh, that's going to be difficult to, to do if you want to bet per play. I, I like betting. Difficult for us because apparently this is a big tech company, really, the AAF. They're a tech company. Well, maybe they're they're going to be able to handle it. I am not. I have no okay. doubt about on their end. But for a fan, I don't know if I could keep up betting on every uh, play. Okay, so you're telling me the pings are all in line. It, it, it's going to oh, yeah. work. The but, application but. is being put together by some of the smartest people in Silicon Valley. So maybe the most difficult. MGM order, is funding order, it. The most difficult device may be the human being. In yes. this one. I think yeah, it's harder on you and I. I can't keep up betting on every single play. Who's gonna be able to do that? It's you gotta be really it into would be it. difficult and you're either you know, you could lose a lot of money or win a lot of money. And, and you said it earlier, you better have a good Wi Fi connection. Yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be interesting. Maybe, maybe if this was in a sports room at a casino or you had, you know, a, a keyboard or something in front of you, I'd feel a little yeah. more confident about that. Well that that's the thing. They really want their fans to be able to gamble during the games, in the stadiums. Or at home, 
I'm almost more interested in the AAF watching a fan watch the AAF than I am watching the football. Do you think like it's going to turn into Twitch streaming where the game's on and then in the corner there's somebody you know that we're <laughs> watching where they're betting on their phone or they're they're, they're screen capturing their phone. Will also. this will this spawn like you know you have your Sunday morning infomercial guys who sit there in suits and say lock of the year stone cold lock of the year I got the Jacksonville game on and it's going to get you money. We're, will we have like a live guy like that now for the AAF who's, who's going to say subscribe to the Patreon, click subscribe, Twitch stream, and I got your on the fourth down play coming up. I've got it. It's, Lock of the game. It's possible that would be you know good revenue for these other individuals, but uh, betting per play, it, it's not something that I'm going to be partaking in. I don't think I can't. I, I mean, I I like betting, but this just seems very intense. I mean, I, I wonder what you could bet on. Could you could it be just run pass? You know, yeah, plus or minus uh, five and a half yards. You're going to be able to bet on just what kind of play it is. Who catches that ball? Who's going to run it? What's the Who snap makes the count? Tackle? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if it's snap count. The AAF is getting wild with the innovation, but I'm I'm interested. It's fun. It is fun. Uh, although Charlie Ebersol comes off maybe a little too wide-eyed with stuff like this, I cannot wait to see it implemented. You got to take a shot. Now that's all starting, of course, in February 2019, just a year before the XFL and the second part of our cover too. When it comes to the AAF and the XFL, Johnny Manziel has no interest right now in playing in either league. Now. I can understand no, not wanting to play in the AAF. His contract goes through 2020, and the XFL is until 2020, and the AAF does limit how much you can make. Johnny Football can make way more than what the AAF would pay him in the CFL. But the XFL could pay him a lot. But this is the quote from Johnny Football, who currently plays for the Montreal Alouettes. The XFL, the AAF right now, at this point in time in my career where I'm at, they don't pique my interest. I think the CFL is a better competitive league already put together. Now, Johnny Manziel hasn't obviously been contacted by anyone from those leagues yet. Because I think... Not that we're aware of. Yeah, because I think if the XFL threw some figures at him, he'd be very interested. And I think they will. You have to follow the money. And it sounds like right now, the money... Well, right now, only one of these leagues exists. Yes. And, and you know, so that, that that's yeah. by default. It's, it's, it isn't that crazy of Johnny Manziel to say, yeah, I, I'm really interested in playing the league that's actually playing football right now. Yes, that, that, that's good. Maybe, you know, maybe he's just going for, you know, goodwill. Uh, saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing for the CFL right now. Of course. Now. I want to continue with this league. Uh, you're going to follow the money. That, that's what's you know that's what's going to happen if, if somebody else is going to offer you more and you're not locked in in a deal which you know we know he is currently right now well and also so for the CFL hard course and the XFL hard course and the AAF hard course nobody if you really love Johnny Manziel you want him in your league from what he said here nobody overreact if you're a CFLer don't be acting like oh he's with us till the, forever because well We'll see if he's interested when the XFL asks him to come play and they give him a figure. For XFL fans, don't get too down on it because Johnny oh, Manziel no, could still I would, end up I would in not, the XFL. I would not rule anything out at all. For the AAF, I doubt. he. Johnny Manziel might be too big. That's probably the ceiling. They have a ceiling on the kind of superstar player they can have in that league. Well, he can't be there for the first season. Yeah, already, that is well. So yeah, who knows what's going to happen they in are season two if it exists. respecting CFL contracts in the AAF, which is very wise. Um, yeah, that's another topic we got to get into. There is a, a cap on like the fame and the 
type of player you could have in the AAF. They could only be so good or only be so famous to play in that league because they're only paying everybody the same. Right, yeah. So the XFL's got that going for them. Maybe we'll see one really big player on every team surrounded by a bunch of guys you never heard of. They have name recognition already. They do. Something that the AAF does not. That's true, because it did exist once upon a time. So those are our two pieces of the cover, too. If you have anything to chime in on those topics, of course, social media, at XFL Show. And the fan line, XFL Fan Line, 724-565-4XFL. we got to keep it moving. Keep it moving full speed, Jake, as we get into the main topic this week. Are you ready for the hot read? Hit it. Let's go. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Hey, Rick Flair! Rick Flair! Pepper, flip, caliber. Motown, happy, jolly, drunk, buster, Burr, tiger! I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. We need cheese! We need you to fuck, fuck! Hey, Seattle! For this week's hot read, Jake and XFL fans, we're going to look at the XFL championship game whenever it is played during the first season. Because this week, the Alliance, the rival league, announced that their first two championship games will take place in Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. Big news coming out for that league. And that got me thinking... Where will the XFL title game be? Where should it be? That's what we're going to debate. But here's the reasoning behind the AAF going to Vegas. The AAF will go to Vegas. April 26th will be their first title game. And because they're trying to develop a big relationship with Vegas, the casino obviously involved with their app, the gambling aspect, they want fans to be able to sit in their seats or go into the into a kiosk and bet on their championship game. So it's really trying to be a, a big factor in one of the biggest entertainment cities in the country and that's uh, the main goal there for charlie ebersall and his aaf league jake so first up good idea by them to have it in a city where there is not a team i, I think it's a really good idea to have it in vegas i'm not sure unless you know how far this spot is from the strip UNLV, uh, yeah. nothing's far from each other in Vegas. Okay, so yeah, going going to Vegas, you know that that's a vacation destination. You don't have to worry about the weather. Uh, do you really need another? Do you need uh, you know an excuse to go to Vegas? Never. Uh, exactly. I think it's a great idea. Um, I do too. And, and the best part is, people are going to go to that game that probably aren't don't haven't watched an AAF game all right. year. It's, it's going to be it's going to be like Cirque du Soleil or yeah. like the Blue Man Group. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a show. It's going to be an outing for them. I'm going to say there'll be more just generic degenerate gamblers there just to see a game and bet on it than there are you know Salt Lake Stallion fans or whoever ends up in that game. Well, who are they going to have there for uh, the halftime show? You think it's like somebody that has residency? Like, uh, uh, no, I think that it's just going to be a, a guy, an auctioneer, who's going to be taking bets and, and selling stuff. It's going to just be more gambling. It's all about gambling. All in the gambling? Game. Yeah. So the original XFL title game was held in the team with the better records home. So the the extreme of Los Angeles were able to host the championship game because they had a better record than the San Francisco yeah, Demons. And, and, and that's radical for uh, the sport of tackle football. Yeah, that, that's something that does not usually happen. I, I do not think that the XFL wants to do that this year. Uh, you know, some things uh, you got to have. Well, you don't have to have warm weather, but if you don't have warm weather, you almost got to go indoor. 
You know, they got these new stadiums popping up, Atlanta. Yeah, Minnesota, but I don't think you want to go there. You don't those want it in two, a 75,000 to 100,000 person Those are, are too big. So it looked really bad for your title game to have So do you want to go down to the camping world? You know, you want to do something in Orlando. That's a big place too, though. Now, the where the Raiders are going to be playing in Vegas, When do you know when that's going to be done? Nobody does. <laughs> Who knows? They might not even be in Vegas. Who knows what's going on with that? Okay, so let's rule let's rule that out. Definitely, that's why they're having the AAF at Sam Boyd, the old stadium. It, it would not be a, a bad move to just copy what the AAF is doing and go to Vegas. There might be I well I'm put, would put money on of team being in Vegas in the XFL at this point. I mean, all luck has said there will be one of the original teams, right? Original and, cities, and, and if they announce Vegas for their title game, you know, it would be the luck of the draw, just like the NFL does. You know, it, uh, there's always a chance. Extremely slim that Tampa Bay makes, <laughs> makes the Super Bowl, but you know you have that option. So if it's your choice, where you're putting it in Vegas, uh, the, the stadium in LA is going to be huge, right? The new one by 2020, the new yeah. Uh huh. I think Vegas is the safest bet, and I wouldn't care if somebody said, "Oh, you know, you're copying what the AAF does." I'd say, "Who cares?" Yeah, that's. that's why it's going to be lovely for everyone yeah. it's going to sell out it's I, easy I to get people care. there i mean do you can you think of a, a different option that would be equal to or greater i mean i it, with my heart i want to say the superdome would be that's, the best that's a big barn though would be the best at that time of year you could even go outdoor two-lane stadium which is where the old super bowls were held once upon a time um I'm not sure if two-lane really <laughs> has that title you know not anymore not like it did in the 60s it. um yeah, it's you don't want a giant. I want like a, you, ideally, I want like a fifty thousand person place. Would you go anywhere in Texas, possibly? Not that Reliant Stadium or, or Jerry's no, World. Those no. are just massive and would look terrible. How big's the Cotton Bowl? Cotton Bowl's a hundred thousand, isn't it's it? Huge it's too. huge too. I mean, I, they're I all big in big. Texas. Well, Al- everything's bigger than Alamo so. Dome. Alamo Dome's pretty good. That's like sixty. Yeah. Yeah, the Alamo Dome would be good, but you, they also want Vince McMahon's going to want to go big. So my money would be on Jerry's World. If I'm betting, oh, it's Dallas. You're going Dallas. If, I, if it's my choice, I'm putting it in the Superdome. That's that's my choice. Would that be a lot of comp tickets? Yeah, probably somewhere where you could give a lot of those away and get people to actually go. That's but it wise. would look good on television. Yeah, as long as and it that's looks very important. The thing, most important thing for the XFL title game, I think, is that it looks good on TV. The game is competitive, and that it looks like there's fans in the stands having a good time. Yeah, that's all that matters for. I mean, all all season long, but especially the championship game. But I think we both agree, neutral site this time, right? Yes, yes. Not, no, no home field. No, you don't want home field. Yeah, so everybody, let us know what you think. Where should the XFL championship game be held? How would you do it? How do you think the XFL will do it? And uh, we'll read your answers on the show next week. And also uh, hear them if you want to call in to the XFL fan line. Once again, I'll give the number away one more time, Jake. I know you're tired with me saying it, but i got to let the people know they can reach out. 724-5654-XFL. This championship game in 2020, when it is held, how much money will be up for grabs? Most important question. Oh, I I don't know. With with inflation today. uh, The only answer I can give you is more than $1 million. (laughs) That's all I'm willing to commit to right now. Yeah, if you tell me the the MVP gets a million dollars, uh, yeah, that that's more now, feasible. And the and the Toyota, 
<laughs> That's great. You put a million dollars up for the MVP, you're going to have just quarterbacks running the ball <laughs> the whole game. <laughs> Going rogue, calling yeah. audibles just to pat their stats. <laughs> Uh, although it is a little bit tougher in the sport of football to do that. so That's, that's a slippery that's, slope. It is the greatest team sport of them all. Uh, that does it for this week's show, pretty much, Jake. We did a nice, quick, and easy one. We wanted to run through those topics because uh, you and I, we have some a big-time college football to watch and also a, a, a big Sunday NFL. It's a late Saturday night. This show, of course, drops every Sunday football Sunday morning. 7 a.m. Eastern, so make sure everyone subscribe. Jake and I are going to go watch some football right now. Yeah, and I, I just want to reiterate because I, I, don't, I don't feel right unless we say this every episode, but it's about the quality of the play. It is about the quality of the play, and I hope, uh, I hope that everybody out there is letting the XFL know. We want some dang news. Don't be like Jake. We want some news. We want to know about the quality of the play in the cities that the games will be played in, but until we hear from it, Uh, We will be here because he's Jake, I'm Alan, and we are still talking XFL on This Is the XFL Show. Remember, Vince isn't here to say it, so I'm going to do it. They're listening.